All right, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Everything Black podcast. My name is Jaden Halter. Um, here with three other guests that I'll introduce in just a second. Um, the main reason why we're here. Um, uh, sorry, my name. Uh, so my name is Jaden Halter. 18 years old. Just graduated out of Frederick High. Um, moved on to Virginia Tech to study political science. And the reason why we're really here is just we're here to talk about the struggles that's going on in the African American community, especially just for young kids, you know, give them a platform so they can see and get inspiration from other people that have been that have been successful in, in their respective fields and just uh, grow and learn from it. And, you know, hopefully we can give a give a uprise to the community. So um, let's start with the person above me. Uh, go ahead, introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Joseph. Um, I know Shahid and Jaden from school. I do graduate from Frederick High School. I'm a young um, black brand owner slash run a brand named Made Move, my best friend Chibi. Uh, we sell clothing, motivational pieces to um, spread a message of mental health and positivity to the world. Um, I want to expand that. I want to grow it. And um, I also want to stay in the black community, you know, build a foundation, um, learn more. And uh, that's why I'm here right now. Sure. All right, Sha. All right. My name is Shahid Parchment. Just graduated Frederick High. Friends of Jaden and Joe. We all had TG's class, speech and debate. But in the future, I'm going to ship out into the Air Force gonna do medical jobs and I'm mainly here because I think the media there's a lot of things that they try to hide about the black community to try to keep it in a secret so that you know we don't cause conflict so from their point of view it's a good thing but from the black community we're suffering from it absolutely so um now on to our special guest for today um actually my uncle um go ahead and introduce yourself what's going on everyone uh my name is Jamai Mays Jaden's uncle um from jersey uh graduated with an accounting degree but i'm an actor slash model um all right so today our topic is going to be just success as an african-american um i feel like me as an african-american uh, since all of us as an african-american just being since a young age we were kind of held to higher standards because we had to be so much better like we had to get the better grades because if not someone else could take it from us because we're seen as different, we're seen as lesser. So um, specifically just success Success is kind of uh, what you call it. I think for me, my definition of success is just, are you, are you happy with what you did? Did you achieve what you wanted to achieve and then more if that's what you wanted? So um, yeah, just is it achieving your goal? Uh, Joe, what is your definition on success? Um, definition, success is such a vague word. It could be anything, bro. Like it, it could range from, happiness to the amount of money in your account like it's a big term so but i feel like success is on the inside if you feel like you gave everything you had and you pushed through other things you pushed through and you're still happy with yourself that that's success to me um of course the main peak of success is i feel like having a, a being financially free to me you know financial freedom is probably my if, if i was getting a definition that'd be my probably my main definition of the financial freedom for sure being free Okay. Uh, Shy, what about you? What's your definition of success? I'm going to add on to what Joe is saying. I think it's mainly about commitment in general. Like, if you're not committed to that cause, then you won't be as successful as you want to be. So success just starts with being committed and knowing that, you know, you're going to struggle, you're going to fall, but can you pick yourself up and keep going? For sure. All right. Uh, Ankh, what about you? What you thinking on success? I mean, I think you guys all hit on the head. Um, like, uh... It, I, I think it's definitely an inside out, you know, um, mm -hmm. everyone has their, their version 
or level of success that they strive to or uh, achieve. Uh, it could be financially, it could be uh, just a, a small win, whether you actually like, you know, succeeded in what you were doing. I think the attempt and like you said, like uh, Sha was saying, the, um, like the pursuit of it, the commitment to it, I think that's like, can be a form of success as well. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I think it, it varies per person um, and there's no right or wrong answer as far as success. You know, my, my level of success is different than yours and everyone else's, you know what I mean? So, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, like you're saying, yeah, like you said, success is just what you make it, honestly. It's inside job, things like that. Um, so, in specifics, obstacles, uh, I guess going to the obstacles. So, obstacles in life, um, I feel like as, a, as an African-American person, uh, I've been through a lot of obstacles, I feel like through the school system, um, bad teaching, you know, even just, even just uh, struggles just in the neighborhood, you know, like you see that, you know, you see, we see in the media all the time with the things with George Floyd and everything that really messes up like your mentals. And like, I feel like for, for like an African-American person seeing that you have to, you have to rise, but it's so hard to with all the pain and suffering that's going on around you and you're still forced to just, you know, succeed no matter what. So, um, I guess the, the question uh, I want to ask you guys is, do you guys feel successful throughout all your obstacles and how have your obstacles changed you? So, uh, whoever wants to go, go ahead. I can go real quick. Um, so do I feel successful, uh, around my obstacles? Mm -hmm. to be honest, um, <laughs> I feel like I'm really young right now. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I'm not as like I'm not where I want to be yet successful wise, mm -hmm. but that obstacles have definitely helped me a lot. You know my upbringing, moving a lot. I was a military kid, place to place, and um, this has been the first place where I actually stayed at a place more than three years. So that kind of just you know how I had to move from place to place and make new friends and you know just really adapt to my environment. You know. So that the obstacles definitely helped me become a better person, become a more confident person, become a better speaker, become an overall better person. So yes, I feel like the obstacles have really helped me the way of inside internally. But for the first question, I just feel like I'm not where I want to be successfully yet, but I definitely will get there soon. No doubt. It's that pursuit, you know. I think for me, um, my bad shop, you're about to go. Um, no, good. I think uh, I, I would say I would say I, I've been successful. Um, I'm successful in my career or life outside of career. Um, I think, you know, like, like Joe was saying, it's those obstacles, those obstacles are moments for us to grow and to learn ourselves and to overcome our shortcomings, our, uh, maybe some habits, uh, generational, uh, you know, patterns and whatnot shortcomings. So I think that's, um, that's, that's the, that's, that's where you want to be. Like, that's the, the trick of it all, like that growth. And then that, and in that growth, sorry, in that growth mm -hmm. will lead to success. Um, whether it's monetarily, whether it's uh, a little bit of happiness, a little bit more confidence, like that growth lies all that, like the key to it all, unlocking that success in our careers and in our lives. So, I think once I then learned that the obstacles was the exact was the actual like key into it all, that's when like everything shifted for me, and I then became successful in, in life and career and every part all parts of my life, you know? 
Yeah, like, am I successful right now? I'd say yeah, because growing up in Jamaica, third world country, and coming and just coming to the U.S., it felt like a blessing knowing that a lot of people don't get this opportunity. But at the same time, because I know what I want to do in the future, I know I'm successful, but I know there's so much ahead to go for. Like when I like when we graduated, a lot of people I saw a lot of people celebrating and stuff, and I just sat and I was like, damn. I already know what I want to do. It doesn't even feel like an accomplishment. It just feels like one step to the next step. Like yeah, it just, feels like it's only just the beginning. Yeah, right? you just gotta keep going. It's just the beginning of the real journey. Yeah, that's why mom tried to tell me about too. Like you're, you're just getting started. Like, yeah, when it begins, just like, getting started. But so, at the same time, like I'll tell you this. My bad. No, 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 from where I'm, my standpoint, uh, I don't want to say no numbers, but being 12 years older, y'all can do the math um like you gotta also celebrate those moments as well not that you didn't but like those are the moments like yeah you're just starting off in your career and in life but like mm -hmm. those are the moments that like those are milestone moments moments that's gonna push you forward um and for you to be like i know because i was in that same position as well i was like oh I, I, next thing is college but without really like understanding what i just did you know what it meant to my family and stuff like that like really taking a step back and like damn i did some 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 dope shit excuse my language like this i'm like you know no matter how small it is or what what you're looking at ahead like damn let me honor this moment and like really enjoy it and and and, and celebrate this win and now you know on to the next level bro yeah i was gonna say yeah like i mean i have my diploma sitting up like i, I kind of like yeah it's the beginning but i like uh i always think of like for a book it always has to start with the beginning you always gotta have a prologue so it's like you know you look at that diploma it's like especially nowadays, you can see that a diploma, a high school diploma can get you places that you couldn't get to before. I mean, and same thing with a college diploma as well. I mean, but once again, you got to start, you got to take the baby steps first. So starting with the high school diploma and going up. So um, for uh, you, um, being in the entertainment business, uh, being an actor, uh, you want to talk about the uh, strike going on, uh, how you're succeeding through that? Yeah. Uh, sorry. There was a strike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to do that? I, I don't really know. I know that's more your field, though. Yeah, there's, there's been a strike. Uh, the writer's strike has just been, I forget how exactly how long. Uh, forgive me for not knowing the exact number of days it's been. But as far as my union, uh, SAG AFTRA, we just went on strike, officially declared strike this morning. Mm. Um, Thursday, what, July, July 13th. Mm -hmm. um, so as of now, uh it's, it's everything is completely silent like we're, we're not we can't do screenings we can't do anything um but um so this has been kind of happening for a while now with the writer strike happening first and now my union um but yeah man i think you know growing up in on the east coast you know in jersey and then working in the new york market you learn how to hustle you know you learn how to hustle you know like if you don't hustle you don't you don't eat you know, and I don't mean to make it sound like that, but like if you, you got to really um, want it, like you can't rely on your looks, you can't rely on who you know, you can't rely on anything. You got to really want it and you got to really go after day in and day out. So, uh, you know, I, I picked up hand modeling. I think we made jokes about that before. Uh, hand modeling. Um, uh, I, I read a lot, uh, like um, screenplays, plays, um, take acting classes, um, do Muay Thai. You know, this, I take, I'm pretty much taking this time to like really um, get back to the grind, you know, yeah. whether it be with just acting, like 
with scene study and acting in the world of acting or just like working on new hobbies and like, you know, growing as a human being, you know, um, which I hope a lot of us are doing during this time. It's kind of like COVID where it's like everything shut down. We got to figure things out. Um, I know what I did and I think that worked for me, but yeah, man, just, just, just trying to stay as active as possible, you know, make sure I'm, I'm, I'm growing and, and moving in the right direction. Okay. Yeah. Some days, some days is reading the script. Some days it's like just journaling, right? Getting these yeah. thoughts off my head, you know. So it's that's, like it, 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 it. What was that? That, that? I was gonna say that was a good. That's a really good way to adapt, to like your situation, you know, like really good way. You got to like you got no got choice. To. You got no choice. But I got a question for you. Um, so you 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 kind of touched on the fact that you have an accounting degree, right? So how did you end up yeah. acting? It's a great question. Oh, man, yeah, seriously, good question, man. I feel like I <laughs> answered this question. A lot, um, yeah. So, try, try, so to condense, try to condense it a little bit. Yeah, all right, I got you. I got you. I got you. All right, so, uh, long story short, end up doing. End up, uh, I was in college for seven years. Some BS. Uh, it wasn't grades, but it was like some BS. College uh-huh. for seven years, and ultimately at the end, like I said, I got my accounting degree. I started in Bloomsburg in Penn State or in Pennsylvania. Finished in Bloomfield, uh, Bloomfield College in Bloomfield, New Jersey, right outside New York. So in that time, once I transferred back home to Jersey, was taking acting classes back and we walked that back. Getting my undergrad, once I transferred back to Jersey, my neighbor, I was babysitting his kids at the time, and um, he's a working actor, uh, Chuck Burks, shout out to him. Um, and uh, he came to me one day, was like, yo, you should try, try acting. And yeah. I was always like a sports guy. I was like, nah, like I'm good. Like I'm a shy guy. Like I'm a, I'm a sports guy. I'm not that. And um, Thought about it for a little bit. I think I spent some, some months thinking about it. And um, ultimately, it was like, all right, let's try it out. And uh, we tried. You know, we worked on a monologue at his crib. And uh, that kind of set it all off. He pointed me in direction right. as far as my first acting coach. And it kind of just snowballed. You know, it's the, the, the biggest thing is just taking that first step. Right. And the next step will follow after that, you know? All right, for sure. Yeah, I think, so, yeah. I think the, uh, the craziest moment was... Waking up at five thirty in the morning to uh, help him with the, uh, one of his um, screenwritings, I think it was, and uh, <laughs> yeah. he went over it like at least ten times to the point where I was like, "I'm already awake. I might as well, you know, might as well get really into character yeah. at this point." That was um, that was a really fun experience, a really fun uh, event, just to help him, you know, to see him where he is now. You know, right, big, yeah. big shout out to you for real, because like even well, though I ain't that job, but like you held it down in that moment, bro. Like for real. Yeah. Um, I was jammed up that morning. That's a fact. That's a fact. So, you want to go into kind of like what you what you've done so far in the acting industry, like kind of like your roles and what you've done so far, kind of like the shows you've been on. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, So, I've done a lot of commercials back in New York. Um, I also worked on City on the Hill show on Showtime. Um, Power. That was uh, Power Book Two: Ghosts um, with Tariq. Tariq spinoff. That John um, Wu Tang. Uh, after that came 2K, where I was in my player for 2023. 2K That's 2023. Tough. Yeah, tough. that was a wild one. That was a wild one. That was a yeah. wild one. Um, that and then rookie feds, and then most recently before uh, everything, uh, All American Homecoming. Have you ever had so a, um, a um? Do you plan on having your own show? Of course, of course. Yeah. Of course. I think, like, if you ask any actor that question, like, of course, like, right. you're not going to get, like, uh, I mean, depending on if the person's, like, you know what, I know who I am. I'm good in 
in this part of the story, being like a number two on like a right. day player, that's fine. Everyone has a level, but like, yeah, you know, you don't train to be, you know, coming off the bench. Like, <laughs> like, I'm actually, I, I'm not say I, I'm actually taking a few classes over at Mount for acting, just cause, just to, cause I feel like I have a good personality for it, you know. So I mean, I, I feel like I'm a, I'm, I'm gonna just give, give it a try, you know. Like, like you said, that first step. Um, I want to say that first yeah. step. I don't want to be no theater, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I don't want to be no theater, bro. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> nah, I'm not doing that. Nah, no, bro, no, no, that's not there's, there's nothing, yo. That I, that I, there's nothing wrong with being a, a theater guy, a musical theater guy, theater guy, whatever it is. Like for real, for real, for real. Like everyone has their own lane, and some people kill it in that lane. Like mm -hmm. don't don't sleep on don't sleep on theater, bro. Then I, well, I, that's, but I know myself though. I know myself. I know me. It's true. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not one? jacking. I'm not jacking. <laughs> nah, what you want to do? What you want to do? TV and film? Something like that. Yeah. Like I mean, I, I hey, still, listen. Open the door for sure. Like the networking you'll get from it. It's definitely. It's definitely I mean, for sure. I, I, but like I think. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just gonna say like you just saying network. I already got my man's right here. Like. That, that's the key right here. This is like, yeah, yo, listen, listen, it, 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 like that. Ass, if you if you serious, serious, you, you don't know how it's gonna happen. One, I honestly never yeah. saw 2K happening. I never even knew right. like an actor could play that, but like, and it, it, 2K was almost in a way like theater. It was, yeah. Right. <laughs> almost in a way like theater, but you never know like the steps you gotta take to get to like, to be that guy. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. I like that though. I like I like taking steps, you know. That's life. That's a fact. Yeah, right, it is, man. You can't you can't skip steps either. Yeah, you, you can't. Know? So I, I definitely feel you on that, man. I definitely feel you. So, uh, shy. We ain't really heard from you that much. Um, bro, I'm just, I'm, gonna... I'm just, I'm just chilling right now, bro. I'm just taking it all in. I feel you. But um, just for you, like, I know a lot. I know, like, us three kind of took the. I wouldn't say the traditional route, but kind of like the, the educational kind of route of let's just go to the college and let's go give money to these billion dollar institutions and get our education kind of thing. But um, yeah. you kind of took it a different way and you went into the Air Force. Do you want to kind of like go into what how you made that decision and like the obstacles? Of course, I know you were going to have to face or you are facing right now. Oh, yeah, I got you. I remember it was back like we were in Baltimore for a year back in eighth grade. And my parents, they were like, you should join the military. And I was like, hell no. I'm not about to go shoot nobody, bro. That's how <laughs> yeah, I was man. viewed. It was like, you just going to go to war. You got, but, that Call of Duty, you got that Call of Duty uh, perception of, of the Air Force. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. But I sat and I thought about it junior year because I was still indecisive of what I wanted to do in the future. And I was weighing my options. I was like, if I can't get a scholarship for college that I liked, because there was no way I was going to get caught up in loans. That, that's one thing I was going to avoid. Student loan? Nah, that was not for me. It's no joke. No joke. So I started no and I weighed the options. And I started looking into the Air Force. And I started reading it up, seeing the benefits that it had for not only myself, but my family and the people around me. And then I started to weigh the options back and forth. And I think coming into senior year, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be committed to the Air Force. But it was a it was a tough decision because, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot to sacrifice. Yeah, and that's yeah. real noble view as well, man. Like for us, as admirable as hell. Like you know, like you said, thinking about your your family, like the benefits, and like how it could benefit everyone around you versus just yourself. You know, right at that age, that's 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 a lot to take on. You know, very very selfless. Yeah, right. But um, so um, I I'm I'm kind of losing. I'm kind of losing. Like I said, I'm I'm taking it all in, trying you know. Everything is 
um coming coming into fruition like i think this this is like one of my things i set my mind on for a while long not like a while while long and uh i just kind of always said no i can't do it because of this or no i can't do it because of that and i always held myself back for so long and i think just getting here now seeing you guys and like you know i appreciate you guys so much for you know being here with me on this journey kind of thing and you know a very i'm very i think this is going to be a very a big success for me even just doing this you know no matter how many views it gets no matter how many people it sees just getting to this moment right here was kind of the biggest thing so you know i very appreciate i would i would definitely be you know if i looked at my even my myself from two months ago i, I think i made a big change and you know became a let's do it now then a let's do it later kind of person right yeah Crash definitely is your biggest enemy bro that's what i'm telling you right now like that that's that shit's a killer bro Never Thanks. procrastinate. Just get it. Like you have to have a plan and set. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you, bro. I'm proud of you for, for setting this up, bro. Because That's oh, man. shoot, yeah, man. I'm telling my stuff. Cause I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like it, you only live once. Like sure. you know, what I'm saying? you just do it right now. You know, if you're not gonna do it now, when are you gonna do it? Tomorrow's mm -hmm. the biggest right. enemy, bro. I'm trying to tell you. Sure. Yeah, it's good. I'm proud, bro. So, Joe, um, your obstacles. I need yeah. a. A business in high school started a business in high school with a person. Uh, I, I with a person, he was in what eleventh grade, right? Eleventh grade at the time. You yeah, he's about to be yeah. A senior this. Year. Yeah, he's gonna be a senior this year. So you know, kind of working that out, and you know, also being with your friend, networking it, getting into the whole school, and um, you know, congratulations, of course, on that. But um, what was kind of your obstacles? Because I definitely see the success. I thought it was just kind of a. I said, like, okay, maybe it's just gonna be in our school. I started going out into the neighborhood and things like that. And I started seeing people from Middletown, you know, Oakdale. There were people from our county just kind of wearing your gear and or your merchandise right. with that. And I'm like, wow, like, you know, it's really taking off. So definitely, yeah. definitely uh congratulations to you. But yeah, what was your kind of obstacles into your success? Um, so in terms of the brand, um, mm -hmm. we got a lot of hate. Um, you know, because you know, we're we're both very known people mm -hmm. individuals in our county, of course. And you know, when people see hate, when, when people not speak when people see you doing something good, when people see you doing something meaningful, they're going to hate. It's just a way of life. People don't like that, bro. People don't right. like you trying to change your life. It's, it's, it's just reality. So, like, there were some times we would go on TikTok and we'd see, like, people would send us a video of, like, people making, you know what I'm saying, videos making fun of us, you know, like, blah, 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 motivational, blah, 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 or, like, or, like some funny pictures of us. Like, I remember one time there was an account that was just, was just posting us, you know, so... You know, it's just like it's that small, low vibrational energy that like you just got to get away from. That was one of probably our main obstacles that we got over. Um, so that was probably one of our main obstacles. And once we got over that, the fact that people are we realized that people are always gonna hate, people are always gonna talk down to your name. We we got onto that next level and we cut all that shit out, and we're just focusing on ourselves and our brand and just that next step in our brand. You know, that's what's up. Yeah, I I definitely um I definitely see. I I think it's just that um being envious of someone that's doing great i think people want to be you but since they can't be you they hate that you are you kind of thing right. so yeah that's just how it, i think that's just how it is and i think that's it's a lot of hatred especially uh, i feel like oh my fault no go go no, i was i was gonna say i feel like a lot of people like whenever you start going up like how the brand's moving up like mm -hmm. as soon as they see you start falling that's when they start talking about you the most you know when you succeed and everybody hiding hiding in the shadows but then when you start failing that's when they come out in the light yeah um that 
with the brand and being an athlete, a successful athlete at that, you know, committing to a good school, that was probably my biggest obstacle. Um, being a an athlete on top of that, on top of school, was a lot at one point. But once I just stopped, I started meditating, I started taking ice baths, I breathed, and I just realized that I, I can do this, bro. Like I'm able to do this. I'm I'm stronger than what I know, and I'm able to do it. So once I realized that, that now that I'm thinking about it, that was a big getting over that that hedge, that mental hedge. That was my biggest obstacle because it's always mental. It's always mental. For sure. So uh, going around, I think we're gonna do. Uh, everybody's gonna give like their top three most inspirational people that are successful. Um, that kind of inspired them into you know what they are. Um, I'll start with. Um, for me, my number one, um, LeBron. Honestly, watching. <laughs> watching him from such a young age um like grew up in a single mother home just like i did you know watching him you know i was never the greatest basketball player but watching him grow not only his brand but he also took his friends with him i mean his agent his long-term agent is his best friend you know and now look at both of them making millions of dollars together not just alone you know he took you know he brought his whole family on for the ride you know so watching him do that like his success is really, uh, really inspiring because like you were saying, Joe, like the hate he got just for being normal, like he couldn't be a normal yeah. person anymore. He had to be above right. average. He had to be extraordinary. If he, if he wasn't extraordinary, it wasn't good enough for anybody. Right. So I think right. watching him do what he did, also giving back to his community, building his school, he's just such a big inspiration in my life because looking at him, like I can, I was like, okay, if he can do it, I can do it as well. Kind of thing. Yeah, so, for sure, bro. For sure. I think one of my favorite inspirations is um another basketball player. Um his name is Paul George. Uh okay. so if y'all know about okay. Paul George, the um back in like 2013, 2014, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he snapped his leg in half. Um so Paul George is my favorite NBA player, no doubt about it. I just love his game. If you ever watch Paul George, the game is smooth. He can shoot, he can play defense, he's a two-way, he can play, he can do anything, bro. He's a dog. So when I saw that, I was upset. I was like, I didn't think it was going to be the same again. But the truth is, he came back stronger, bro. He came back better than he was before. Now, he wasn't as quick, but he came back with a better bag. He came back. He could shoot. He can, he can still dribble. And it's, it's, the, it's the concept, right? He yeah. fell down, but he got up stronger. And, you know, that's something that I kept in the back of my mind all the time. Um, just, like, going through the motions growing up. He snapped his leg and came back stronger. bro. That, that just, like, had to set into my mind. Like, he's a dog. You know, like he's real. So yeah, that's probably one of my best inspirations. Okay. Mm, for me, uh, this one probably a classic, but I gotta go with Martin Luther King Jr. And one of the reasons why I got him on my list is because if you think about it in life, there's people that they just want to live a regular life and they're on that same level. Mm-hmm. But then you got people who want to go above and want to be treated equally. Martin Luther King Jr. is one of those people. He decided, you know. We're not getting treated equally. I want to be treated equally. I want to live the life that, you know, those guys are living. So I'm going to drag people along with me. That's the thing about, that's the thing that makes you a leader. Not only do you have to, you have to have experience in the field that you're going to be leading in, but then you got to be able to drag people along with you. And he was able to drag people with him and he was committed to the cause. He didn't just send people out. He went with them. Uh, There's a few aspirations. Uh, you can't put me on the spot with this one. Uh, <laughs> it's like I'm trying to find like who's the best one, um, but I think in this moment there's there's no right answer. You know, I can easily say you know, uh, Malcolm X, uh, 
I could say. Sports three, I could say this, but I think uh, for me, Jay Z. Uh, mm. And I, like I said, I'm sure there's someone who's done a lot more for for the cause and um, for us as a culture um, yeah. and help move the the, the, the narrative forward. Hundred percent. But I think mm-hmm. for me, Jay. Um, yeah. Uh, just how just 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 how he's how he's grown as a, as a as an artist, as a man, uh, as a father, um, businessman, like all of that, you know, seeing him go from, and I'm, I'm not talking like I know him, but like just seeing as far as like how he's grown from like reasonable doubt, like, you know, selling drugs and whatnot and, yeah. and going, going straight, going legit. And, yeah. and to now with like 444, you know, where it's like, that's, you know, he's talking about something, and he's always been talking about something. But I think now it's like now he's he's taking his voice and using it for the cause, and using it for greater yeah. good versus like pop bottles, fly, luxury kind of lifestyle. Um, and I think that's dope, you know, because a lot of artists are scared to do that. They're yeah. scared to use their voice for good, um, and and to challenge us as 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 black folks, um, no matter how old or young, he's using his voice for that. So. Um, at least as far as how I saw 444 and just some of his moves going forward, you know, with like, um, 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 exactly. But yeah, I know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I would, I would definitely say Jay for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, would, I, I mean, I think one that doesn't get talked about enough, honestly, when you guys talk about Martin Luther King and, um, uh, Malcolm X, Nelson Mandela, um, I think he was so key to all of that like what he did in south oh, yeah. africa and um what he did mm-hmm. for that you know breaking up the apartheid and like when i look at you know when i look at you know peaceful you know great men i mean met barack obama like did so much for his country in general you know and um one of his like most famous quotes was uh you know be the change you wish to see in the world and that stuck with me since i was i think i had a de- i had a debate for him it was a like we had a kind of debate using historical figures and i got him and so since i was in fifth grade i guess you'd say and uh yeah uh, no no not seventh grade sorry seventh grade so since seventh grade he's always stuck with me you know i gotta be that change so whatever i do i know i have to do it for not only my brothers that look up to me but there's a whole group of younger african-americans that's looking at boys girls all you know all the same just looking at me to be great because that's I'm that inspiration. I'm that figure that they want to look up to. So for me, yeah, I, I like, I feel like right now with this podcast, I'm trying to be the change, you know, for the, cause I yeah. want the world to be a better place for everybody, you know, every color, every race, every gender, you know, and I think that that's the step, you know, to be the change. So for sure. Absolutely. I'm really big dog. Sure. All right. Um, so I guess we're going to get on to the uh, questions. For you, um, and uh, yeah, uh, whoever wants to start with their questions, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, for you, yeah. For you. Oh, I yeah. already got all my paper out. I got all my guns out. You can go. You got yours done? All right. Um, so, <laughs> I can start. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So, and I'll just bounce one of one of the questions that I have for you is like, what was your moment like realization growing up as an African American that like why like you know the system is just 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 saying it like for example when I was growing up when I came to the U.S immediately the school system i realized that there were favoritism towards the white kids compared to the black african-americans and just minorities in general like when minorities would get trouble in class yeah you know 
referral sent into the office immediately. But like when the, the white kid did it, it was always just slight tap on the wrist. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I've definitely experienced a lot of that. Um, a lot of those micro uh, moments of racism and, and just uh, just unfair treatment. Um, I grew up in a neighborhood. I, I mean, so I was born in Newark, New Jersey. So a lot of, um, you know, uh, just just hard upbringing, just just gang, sex, violence, all that stuff. Um, at a young age, I lived it to like I was seven years old and then moved into the burbs where it was more of a yeah. diverse, um, diverse like community. So it was like I, I, it was, I was going to bar mitzvahs, um, rubbing elbows with different cultures and backgrounds. So like it wasn't like a black and white kind of situation, um, though you could feel so, certain moments. But um, the school I went to was like one of the first schools to diversify or the first school to diversify, um, desegregate, I'm sorry in the country, uh, just awesome history. So it's like, that's kind of like a thing or like kind of like the area that the, the, the community I, I grew up in. But um, I think the first time was um, like going to a, a dollar store in that, that my town, my town of Teaneck, uh, going to a dollar store. And I think I had like a, a bubble coat on, like a North Face, something like that. And a guy accused me of, of stealing. And um, yeah, it keeps me still. And like I've been there, like that's literally like my like bodega kind of thing, like around the corner. Like I, I'm always there. So like he, I, in a way, knew my face, but accused me of stealing. Um, and you know, I was so so confused. You know, I'm like, yo, you 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 know me in a way, like you know, I don't steal. And also, like I'm not that I'm not that kind of person. I don't walk around with that kind of you know way about. Yeah, and it, it just took me. It just you know kind of threw me off, and I was kind of hurt. Not kind. I was very hurt, and I went home, got my pop, and we went over there, and we you know we had a nice little little firm conversation. You know, it got it got kind of intense, but that was the first time I actually written, like had like um faced like that like kind of like unfair kind of like yeah. is this racism? Is this not? That was my first time facing that kind of moment in my it's like life. A- it's like a welcome to being black kind of moment. Like, yeah, know. yeah. A little bit. Surely after that, there was other moments, but like that was like a first, like whoa. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, going on? Yeah. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, that so, was one of those moments. To kind of piggyback off what he was, what Shaw was saying. You being in a field that was very highly, you know, dominated by people, um, you know. Um, white American, you know, what? talking about, you know, you know, Dolly Parton, talking about Charlie Chaplin, which, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like those big stars, they, they dominated film and movies for most, of the, you know, for a while. So you being a person of color coming into this field, um, what are some of not only the changes, like, of course, as you see, it's getting more diverse, but what is the biggest challenge for you? Like certain roles you can't get, or, you know, just in general, like what do you, what kind of challenge do you face being a person of color, being the minority in such a field? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a good question. Uh, challenges I face. Um, I mean, so now, all right, so some of the challenges is you don't, you, you don't know their intention. Like you don't know these like execs or studios, whatever. You don't know their intention. I feel like now one of the challenges uh, within the industry is um, everyone wants diversity. Everyone wants inclusion, which is dope, which is like, yes, finally, 
hundred percent. But as yeah. far as is, are we doing this for the right reason? Yeah. yeah. Like, are we yeah. are we doing it to check a box, or are we doing it because this actor won this role? This actor was the right person for this role, no matter what color. You know, I think, um, yeah, I think I think it's just like you don't know what their intention are uh, is behind these decisions. You know, um, and granted, the actor we want to work. So are you are you using that against us as far as like oh, like just like dangling a roll over our heads and like knowing yeah. that we want to work, but you know it's like oh I'm doing it just tech box. I'm not. I don't really yeah. do it because you, you didn't win it because you're a good actor. You want because we need somebody to fill this role. Uh, we need somebody of, of color to fill this role, and you kind of fell in the you know fit the mold. Uh, so I that think it's something like that. Yeah. I was just gonna say I, I think it was like I think it was a certain uh, I forget her name, but she's an actor and she was kind of like. They were almost telling her like she wasn't black enough for it, or like you know, yeah. you know, they kind of that the that's the stereotypes that come with it. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just it's another obstacle kind of thing. And it's one hundred and yeah, and it's like you don't like it, it, it. I think another one of those challenges like are you like they have this stereotype at times certain certain offices or certain stories like oh we want you to be more black oh yeah. you're not black enough oh this or that and it's like damn like. You know, that's all you. See, I just want to be seen for my talent. I don't want to be yeah. seen for my skin yeah. tone. You know what I mean? So it's like, damn, and then like you try to like, damn, am I not good enough? A am I not black enough? Knowing damn, or or maybe on the on the flip side, you already had issues with that going up. Now you got to prove yourself again to, you know, an industry that doesn't really understand. Um, right. That it's what. Um, also, like I would say, another challenge is like. You know, in that same vein, is like shrinking yourself. You know, shrinking yourself to make you fit in this box that 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 you know they want to fit you in. Like, am again back to that conversation of am I too much? Am I too little? Am I good enough? Am I this? Am I that? Um, and how can I find a way to fit into this world that they created? Like, nah, bro. Like, bring bring your culture, bring who you are, bring your your, your trauma, your scars, your 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 uh, your achievements. Bring all that shit to the table. Like that's all. Like that's enough. You know, you don't have to like right. fit yourself in this box. So, I think like especially as a person of color, uh, you know, black man and woman um, being, I think it's like those are some of the challenges that we have to face um, with this profession. And I think that's just the shit that comes with it, bro. Like I, I truly think that's like that's just part 100%. of the game. Like being African American, especially I can't even speak for you, but just all black actors in general, you know. Black anything yeah. in general, we're gonna go through things. We're gonna go through obstacles, and that's just something that I feel like we just have to live with. You have to embrace it at this point, because if you don't embrace it, how are we gonna go from it? Like how how are we gonna go into that next step? You know, the the biggest think, revenge, no revenge at all. I agree, but I think it also gets tiring having to be this superhuman, this super being kind of person. Like you always gotta excel and be top of the class, first in the class. Um, just to have a seat at the table, you yeah. know, like That's I understand true. that I agree with that, but again, it gets tiring having to be the show as the best version of yourself in every moment of your life because you it's have this, tough. this is this, this point of view about, yeah, you know, what's crazy, you know, what's crazy you know? about it. I actually, um, developed what I just said that, that aspect because I have been trying to show, I'm just so used to trying to show being my best self, right? I'm so used to that shit being yeah. on my show and it just, it just goes so deep in psychology and like racism and it's just it's insane but now i'm sitting here thinking about it it's insane bro yeah.
you ain't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> like that's he was, the way, he was like, born into this at this point. Mm-hmm. You're born into right. this. Your parents yeah. prepared you for this. So like that's yeah. that's your point of view because you 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 had you were built that way in a way. I ain't gonna lie. I'm I'm not even the darkest black though. I'm I'm I'm, I'm like light skin. You know, yeah, I, man. You don't. I, you know, they really don't. They really don't it, matter. It, it don't, but in a way, it does first. too. In a yeah. way, it does. Sometimes the darker you are, the more you just light it. You know, especially yeah. as far That's as black men as well. Like it's disrespectful as hell. Yeah. But no so, matter, but no matter ooh. the color you are, you're always gonna get like hit on. Like it's just true. It's oh always, yeah. Always. Always. So with that, uh, you know, the problems you said. What would you say to like expiring, aspiring, um, you know, young actors? Yeah. Like what would you say like, you know, to help them in ooh. this business? Uh, I would say a lot. <laughs> uh, one, I would say, do 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 you do you do, do the do the homework. You know, l- learn how to how to read contracts. Um, learn how to you know um, the jargon. Learn like the business side of it first, because if you get you get into a position with, with a a manager or a rep, or you get your first contract for a job, like you're not gonna know what the hell's going on. So I think that this the, the better off you are as far as like the more you teach yourself going into this in, into this this business, the better off you'll be. Sure. Because you'll you'll be able to protect yourself in ways if you didn't learn scripts or scripts, um, contracts and whatnot, you may not know and you'd be subject to whatever the terms are. So I would say that. I would definitely say like me, I, I grew up playing sports, um, from like nine years old to like senior year high school. Um yeah. I kind of relate everything to sports. Like, um, I think as far as actors, like our gym is a, a, a class. So always stay in the class. You know, same way you, if you start working out, you feel like you, you, you're not as, you don't got the pump anymore. You're not as lean. You're not as like, you know, locked as in. quick. Yeah, you're not as locked in. So I would say definitely stay in the class. Always study, study, study. Um, and just start where you are. Like, it don't matter if you're like in New York or LA or Atlanta, like, you could be in freaking Arkansas, like take a class there, you know, see if yep. you like it, you know, find your, find your way, uh, wherever you are, um, that, and I would say just be patient along the journey. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's not going to come to you. Um, you know, I think for me, it was like, I tried to like take mad classes in hopes that I would get there faster and all, and all actually I didn't like, there was times where you, Jay, where you came to the crib and I, I wasn't home. I was either in class or, working to to uh to fund my classes like i was on the grind and granted i had to do that but you miss out on key moments in life you know that time with your family that time uh with friends bonding moments you know um so yeah i would say definitely like you know make sure you pacing yourself and just balancing it out because this thing is like it's, it's a journey it's not it's not a sprint you know as sure, a, yeah. the cliche saying is so you got uh, another question yeah i got one for you so like what I was gonna say is, would you say things for minorities have changed for the better in today's day and age, in terms of just us having cameras now, right? Like we've seen the Ahmad Aubrey, George Floyd, and German mm-hmm. cases, all those are caught on camera. Do you think recordings are gonna help minorities move in move into the future? Because with these videos, it's starting to get shown to the world that hey, it's really not as safe as they think it is. It's just being held in the quiet. Right. Damn, that's a good question. Uh, I think it's it's a double-edged sword, if I'm being honest. Um, I think it's good. I think it's not good. 
But I think it's useful to see uh, what's actually happening and some of the conversations that we've been having for years and years and decades and centuries. Um, I think it's good. Be, it's good for that, and also to hold these people accountable, whether it be cops, whether it be uh, shady people in the neighborhood, whatever it may be. Hold these people accountable and 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 get justice. So I think that for sure. But I also think it's traumatizing as hell. You know, you you, you turn yeah. the news, and every other, what seems what feels like every other week, there's there's a new uh, shooting or 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 death or uh, uproar or just some sort of racist. Uh, things happen to us, to our people. So I think like, yeah, like it's good. To, yeah. It's not, keep saying good. It's, it's, it works in our benefit to, to show and to, to, to hold the mirror up to America. Like, hey, this is, this is what you've been doing. Now we're not playing yeah. that shit. We're going to hold you accountable for, for all your actions. But at the same time, again, it's traumatizing to see, you know, it's like you, you can't even, you can't even like gather yourself before there's something else coming on. There's something like another killing or another moment you know, I think it's, it, it's, it's heavy on the mental, you know, it's heavy on your conscience. Yeah, you just be sitting there thinking, are you going to be the next one up? Yeah. yeah. It's so yeah. hard to tell. Like, I I feel like since COVID, uh, my perception, you know, before it was always like, ah, oh, it's the cops. But now, you know, everything you're seeing, I've become so almost afraid. You know, like, it's almost like, don't even want to, I don't even want to see one, you know? Like, even that Bro, sudden, you know, just jump. You see one and your heart just drops. Exactly. Yeah, uh, that's, that's the exact the exact moment. Like, I mean, the exact feeling I feel. Like, oh, am I speeding? Oh, am I going even a, even if you go even a uh uh what is it a uh, a kilometer over the speed limit? Like, you're like, oh, let me slow down because like you know you never know. You know, you're trying to like drive as comfortable as you can. You know, do everything you can in like the best light because you never know and you don't want to be another another number. You don't want to be another part of the you right. know situation. Right. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Nah, so, what would you? you no, I was gonna say. I remember one of my um, driving classes was driving down the hill on the local road, right? And mm -hmm. it was me and my driving instructor. He's, I think he was from Peru, so he's a minority and just like myself. And mm -hmm. as we we're going down the hill, a cop car pulls up behind us, and all of a sudden, like going down that hill became so tense in the moment. It was like. Damn, if I go over the speed limit, is he going to turn on the flashers? Is this going to be the moment? Because we on a, you know, yeah. private road, nobody else around. Never know. Yeah. Never know. So what would you give, what would you say, sorry, trying to lighten up the mood. So what would you give, what advice would you give to your younger self? Like, uh, Me? yeah. Um, only, only old person here. My younger self is a baby, so. What what advice would I give my younger self? Ooh. Yeah. Oh man. Uh I would say give myself grace. Give my give myself grace. Um I'm gonna fuck up. You're gonna fuck up. Um, you know, what what matters is what you do with it. Um after that that moment. And that's the moment to grow versus like, oh, you're you you're you're not good enough or you know, you're not, you know, the guy you predicted you are. You know, um, so yeah, give myself grace. Um, be patient with myself. Be patient along this journey. You know, just like I said, I wanted it like this and end up hitting burnout. And you don't want to be in burnout because you, you just, you, you got you got nothing left. You know, you just need to, you need to be on timeout for a second. So I would say give myself grace, uh, be patient and um, 
enjoy it as much with your family and friends, you know, this life, you know, not even just about work, but just, you know, the older you get, you realize like, you know, life is real. And tomorrow's yeah. not promise. Not to make it dark. I know you're trying to lighten it up a little bit, but like <laughs> it's it is real. Like, you know, and you really want to cherish these moments with your family and friends as much as possible. And really for me, like, you know, really do this with my family and friends. You know, see those those smiles on the faces, take them with me as far as I can go, you know. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. Really? That's my watch. Okay. Yeah, it's always good to have a watch. Yeah. I think that's one yeah. of the most important things. You gotta you want something you have to start with why why do you want it why do you want to do it who are yeah. you doing it for that you know your yeah. why is really how you get anything done you know that's your inspiration to keep you going so always have a why yeah for sure how about how about y'all how about y'all you know y'all ask me mad questions if y'all go back and give yourself uh your younger uh, some advice damn. what would you give at, at this level when y'all at this age in life you know um i think um i will i'm gonna go something recent so not recent, but yeah, a little bit recent. Um, as far as the college process, um, I think I would have jumped on it a little bit earlier. I would have maybe told myself, you know, hey, you know, your grades are gonna matter a little bit more than you think they are. You know, yeah. don't coast. You know, like like Joe was saying, procrastination is your greatest enemy. You know, I think there's some yeah. classes that I easily could have had an A in that I got a B in just because I was like, what's what's one little assignment gonna do? You know, and you know, yeah. now that I look at, you know, I'm like, I think I still I still got to a successful level as, as far as school but i i definitely think as far as what i wanted um i, I definitely could have got it i think if i would have tried a little bit harder so i would tell myself you know just try a little harder you know try harder yo real quick go 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 i'm, I'm gonna come back to that oh good yo when you're touching on that back to school bro i i, I just lucked out though because i i had a i had a two four going into my um junior year and i got it to a three mm. So let's just, it was really COVID and like freshman year because I, I wasn't giving a shit about school. I need that time, I'm not going to lie. But then yeah. that my whole entire reality shifted. My whole mind shifted to something different. So that, that's crazy. But to be honest with y'all, um, some advice against my younger self is just be open to everything. Um, there's some opportunities that I, I, I feel like I've taken a lot of my opportunities, but, you know, everything, no matter what it is. You just, you just took it. I can't think of a simple like I can't think of a fact or a yeah. time where, like, I didn't take one, but I know that there's times where I should have just taken them. You know what I'm saying? Just do it. What do you What do you lose? You know, you don't lose anything. Just take it. That's all. Just do it. Nah, that's you facts. Say. I gotta go. I gotta go straight. But I gotta go right off of what Joe was just saying. Take opportunities because you were talking about growing up in New York and got having the hustle and stuff. I mean, like, I feel like growing up. I had a lot of opportunities where I could like hustle something off and I never took advantage of it because I wanted to stick to this straight route. I was like, I'm fully committed to doing one thing instead of being more diversified. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think, tell my young self, just be more diversified and open to the field around you. Yeah, life. I agree. Bro, yeah. real talk, like honestly, I keep saying like, like with me, with, with acting, like it, this, I never thought acting was in the cards. Like never, like never right. ever thought. Um, but you know just just saying yes to life it, it didn't it didn't make sense in that moment when my neighbor came to me and was like yo you know try this out uh but if i didn't say yes i may not have been where i am now right and even even so even if i okay i said yes that moment and then there were other moments after just while i was getting my undergrad in accounting moments after where i'm like nah like nah this this sounds about right going into this into corporate america making steady money 
whatever, whatever, that sound about right. And there was random moments that just kept me along this path. And it, it made no sense at all. Like, I kid you not. And again, just, just saying yes to life and being open to exploring it. That's, you know? that's God, bro. Um, bro, I'm, bro, I'm telling you. So like, in that same, that same vein, like I want to ask you the question, Jay, like you talking about like, you know, I, I wish I would have, you know, um, went back and maybe got like, did like studied more or whatever. And I could have got an A like, yeah, you definitely could have, but like, if you did, like, I don't like, I think where you are now possibly changed different or like slightly changed, True. but also like, yeah. I think, I think we're, we're exactly where we're supposed to be along our journeys. No doubt. Like I'm not to get all like philosophical and shit, but I think like not sure, all, yeah. like that that you not getting an A is somehow some way led you to this moment and moments after that is gonna like shortly follow. Um, I completely agree. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah, I don't know if, oh, I don't know about the like, you know, religion aspect, but for me it's just like everything happens for a reason. God puts everything in your life for a reason, you know, like these people y'all are in my life for a reason you know things happen for a reason so yeah like you said like if i had to give myself advice that's what i would but honestly like you said i'm i'm fine where i am i think where i am today is where i'm supposed to be and i think i'm on the right journey so dope. all of us are definitely no, yeah, i think something uh, i was gonna say i think something else that a lot of youth never focus on is just adversity in general yeah because, I mean, like, adversity can make or break a person. Like, we've seen it with just in terms of, like, sports. The guys coming out the draft, LeBron, adversity, he made himself into what he is today. Adversity never broke him. But he I mean, could have quit. He yeah, could have quit. He could have gave up. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, for a lot of kids nowadays, adversity is such a strong thing. Because, I mean, Absolutely. like, for me in fifth grade, I had a teacher. Like, going into fourth grade, everybody had a good grade. And then, like, in fifth grade, my grade fell down to, like, a 67%. Like, I sort of flunked that class. I gave up on it, like, halfway through. I was just never prepared to face that adversity that I had in that class. Yeah. I think it's it's not about how you fall. It's how you get right back up after that fall. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 No doubt about it. Just made the move right there. So, anybody <laughs> got a... I, I got one more question, but does anybody else have another uh, question? Any, any other questions? Nah. I'm good. Uh, I would just say uh, my last one, just... This is all you. If you could start any film, any movie, any show, number one, what role would it be? And number one, and number two, what show or movie or whatever it is, what would what would it be? Uh, damn. I would definitely. I mean, I'm inspired by a whole bunch of things. Like, there's a lot of projects I would love to be a part of. Uh, Atlanta being one of them. I don't know if you ever seen Atlanta. I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. That, joint, that joint's fire, yo. Um, what one is of my this, favorite. What is it? it oh. It's a, it's a like a, it's a show on FX and like um, FX, FX. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's FX. It's just like, it's just like it, it falls around this, this, this Atlanta rapper, Paperboy, and like his crew, and like just they go through like absurd like moments and. It's just like really art is like artsy. It's like I don't know, I want to say like like a hint of like black mirror, but it's really not. It's just like really creative as far as like how they're talking about certain topics and how they like feeding it to the audience. Um right. it's it's like it, it'll make you laugh, but it'll also make you think really hard, you know. Right. Um, um, but it'll make you laugh at the same time, you know. 
Yeah. Um, so it's 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 and like I just think it's it's done really well. Um, the writing is is, is right. cast perfection. So that, but right I would on. think you no. Know, as far as a film, like I would love to work on a, a feature film. Um, I love drama. I love drama. Um, but I, I think like like I don't know if you guys have ever seen like Queen and Slim. I've heard of it. Yeah. Queen and Slim. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, it's all good. Uh, Queen and Slim is it's a love story. Uh, it's also like a it's like a tragedy in there. Uh, the yeah. celebrity, the, the cinematography is beautiful. The script is amazing. Um, yeah. uh, so, do you want to be the the lead or? Yeah, of course, wanna... of course, oh, my bad. Yeah, I want to be the lead, leading like a, a a love story, a love story that has a message, yeah. you know. Um, but it's like like I said, there's a whole whole bunch of things I want to do. There's like I want to do a love story, like a rom com kind of thing. Also want to do something gritty like um, Free State of Jones, True Detective. Um, I also want to do, like I said, Atlanta. You know, something a little bit more creative, funny. Um, but all the, I think overall, I want to work with something that has themes, that has something to say, and it has a message, and that pushes the conversation forward. Sure. You know, um, so all of that wrapped in one. Yeah, I think I think you kind of. Uh... You touched on that. I, I think like the shows that you said, a lot of them were, you know, you see in a lot of African Americans starting to get their shine, you know, in oh, yeah. Queen of Slim, um, Atlanta. I mean, even for you, 2K, a lot of the people in there were African American, you know, like you don't see that as, as much as you, you know. So for for you to see like, you know, it's starting to come into the gaming community, you know, it's going into, you know, starting to go into entertainment, things like that. You know, it's it's a big change. It's, it's definitely uh very popular. So it's the culture, man. Yeah, that's what's it's up. The culture, like <laughs> Hollywood wants the culture without really, like, uh, like bringing them in. They want the culture with without us. It's like, nah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, understand. come with yourself, but we gonna make you our. We gonna make you. Yeah, we, we gonna do it in a in a more um, uh, easily digestible way, or like something that's, that everyone can understand. Like, nah, this isn't meant for everyone. Like, that's true. The ones who get it. You know, if they're and open, if they don't, to, they yeah, yeah, like you know, I think now that the stories are now shifting to like, nah, this is a black story, um, that that maybe un, uh, maybe people will understand, but if not, you know, this is my story, this is what I, you know, my upbringing. I think they started doing that, like with the Emmett Till movie. You know, a mm -hmm. lot of those. I think they just made a Harry Tubman movie. I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that, I, don't, I know that one was kind of iffy, but a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people have. You know, that it's just like. This is who we are. We're gonna start, like you said. It's like you said yeah. with the um the whole camp, like Shia was saying, and then what you said about you know having the cameras now. America, this is what you did. We're gonna we're gonna show you. You know, we're gonna let the world know this is what's going. I think that's what we're doing now. We're letting the world know. You know, like you know. So, like we're gonna show you. We're also gonna show you like this is how we're gonna show you the good and the bad, and just, uh, as 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 a as a culture. Yes, how we live our life on a daily. That again, you may not understand. It may not resonate with you, but like. I'm telling my story. Get out the fucking way. Yeah, you know we are. We are uh, all the same at all. As much as they think we are, we're not. It's like differences, but yeah, we are. Well, we so are, but I mean, pain pain. you know, they all think, oh, he's got to be a thug because he has, you know, like you said, he has a puffer jacket on and he's walking into the store. You know, that's not. Yeah, weird. that that's the thing with black people in entertainment world. Like when they drag you in, they try to keep that stereotype. That stereotype to you. They always yeah, try yeah. to keep it. It's always like it's. I feel like it's always every show where it's like. Um, 
we have to kill, well, you know, we have to kill the black person first, or we have to get the black person out first, or the black person has to be the crackhead in the show, or the black person has to be right. this. Right. Well, the they have to be the craziest person, you know? Yeah. You know, that's, not, like, I, that's why I was saying, we're not all the same. That's not all of us. It's not how we're we were not. all raised. We're not, not, you know, so. We're not. But I think it's it's, it's cool to see uh, the, the narrative switch from, like, uh, or the stereotype switch from, like, oh, thug, sports player, whatever else, crackhead, yeah. to, like, oh, be a nerd he could be a black nerd he could be a lawyer he could be a president a business, you know? a business owner yeah yeah business yeah. owner he could be like each and every one of us he could be in the navy he could be this he could be that you know yeah. nah this is how you are this is how you're showing up this is what you are um, so um yeah um very great episode i think before we uh we end it all off um we're gonna you know give tribute to a historical figure every episode um this week um because it's, you know, we're talking about entertainment, you know, might as well stay in that kind of realm. Um, I think this is one of your inspirations as well. Um, City, remind me what his last name is? Poitier. Poitier, yes. Poitier. Yeah, um, man. So a little bit on mm. Sydney. Sydney was the uh, the first African-American to star in American films. Uh, yeah, he's the first African-American star in the films. Um, he's from he's from the Bahamas, came over here, um, oldest of eight children, won an international award, and... Um, he's the real person that kind of united you know black and white audiences to start being like hey i'm black and i'm proud to be on camera you know i'm gonna show you i'm gonna be on this camera and you're gonna like it and they all they, everybody you know together enjoyed it and i think that's big i think that's you know that's why you're able to do what you are today because of people like him you know 100%. so and i mean even 100%. martin luther king said uh he said he was a man of great depth a man of great social concern, and he was also a man who was dedicated to both human rights and freedom. And uh, mm -hmm. I think that's a very important, mm -hmm. uh, very important thing. So, um, yeah, just want to give a shout out to Sidney Poitier, um, big for the African American culture, big for studio uh, entertainment studios as well. And you know, just big. Anybody else? Anybody got anything to say on uh, Sydney or anything? Oh, more good. Uh, I, I think he's straight. All right. Yeah. Um, just. So that's gonna quick as well. um, I just want to say, yo, um, one, this is dope as hell. All y'all getting together and just having, you know, putting this podcast together. I think this is the first episode. First yeah. Episode? yeah. First episode, man. Um, first of many. Uh, I just want to congratulate y'all. Um, you. you know, really just, just let you know, like, I'm proud of y'all. Like, I know I just met Joe and, and Sha today, but, um, you know, continue to kill in y'all careers, man, and, and y'all life, you know, continue to grow, mm -hmm. continue to stay together. And 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 be the, and show up as the best version of yourself, man. Like for real, oh, sure. you know, like you say, y'all y'all lives just starting. Like you know, it's ain't high school anymore. So just continue to put your best foot forward and everything, um, and continue to dream too. For sure, have you on a dream? Oh yeah, it's, I got a question. It's called before the high school, huh? It's called Bird High School. Listen, <laughs> we got this conversation off record. We got this conversation off record. That's going to conclude the first episode of the Everything Black podcast. Once again, uh, special shout out to my uncle, uh, Jamal Mays. Thank you for coming out. Very much appreciated. Um, yeah, that's going. That's going to appreciate. It. Uh, that's going to conclude the first episode. And uh, peace. That's the yeah, wrap. love. Peace. Peace.